0: InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Whether you regularly watch television or you don't, I'm sure you've all heard of the hit program on NBC with Donald Trump, The Apprentice. And if you watch that show, you're very familiar with our next guest on InfoTrack, Kwame Jackson, who was a runner-up on The Apprentice. Kwame, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. How you guys doing?
0: Terrific. Good. People know about your near uh, winning on The Apprentice, and they're probably familiar with your story, but they may not know some of your history and going back and how you got into really your first good job, which was, I believe, with Procter and Gamble. Is that right? Correct. Now you started out as an intern. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, I was, um, you know, a typical high school student. I worked at McDonald's for three years in high school, and you know, my guidance counselor pulled me aside and told me about an opportunity with a program called Inroads. Inroads is a national organization that's dedicated to developing and placing talented minority youth in business and industry and preparing them for corporate and community leadership. That's their mission statement. And through that program, I was able to secure an interview and claw my way to my first paid internship with Procter & Gamble, which many people regard as kind of the world's number one marketing company. So here I was, a high school senior who graduated and went from, you know, drive through at McDonald's to interning at Procter & Gamble.
0: Kwame, would you say if not for Inroads or that, you know, internship program, would you be where you are now?
1: Oh, without a doubt, um, I would definitely would not. I mean, Inroads has been a major part of what I call my foundation for success. Learning the basic building blocks of professionalism, you know, academic excellence, how to survive and thrive in corporate America, how to be diplomatic, how to use my performance skills—all those things were things that I honed in Inroads. And the great thing is, I honed those at an early age and where I was allowed to make mistakes and allowed to build new relationships and kind of pick myself back up. And because of Inroads, I had a leg up on the competition coming out of college.
0: Now, you're African-American, and Inroads works with African-American, Hispanic, Latino, Native American, Indian uh, college students to get them going into a salaried corporate internship. If I'm listening and I know in perhaps myself as a listener or I know someone who might qualify for this type of a program, what should I do?
1: I'd send them to two places. One, I'd send them to inroads.org. It's just I-N-R-O-A-D-S dot org on the web, and they can find out all about it. Inroads has national offices all around the nation where they can begin the process and start to interview and find out more about what it has to offer. And i also send them to my website. It's just my name, Kwame, K-W-A-M-E, com, and they can find out more about my Inroads experiences. So those would be two great jumping off points to figure out, you know, where you can start the process.
0: There are some qualifications required, right? You have to have some minimum academic performance to get into that program.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, inroads actually attracts some of the best and the brightest. There are GPA requirements. They typically are taking college freshmen and above. You have to be enrolled in college. It will be a summer internship program, so you'll have to not only apply for the inroads program and go through an interview process and a testing process, but you actually have to interview with the company and do the same thing. So there's really two filters there, and it allows kind of the cream to rise to the top. But um, you know. I encourage everybody, if they have an interest in Fortune 500 America, they want to learn about corporate professionalism, build their skill set, get a great paying internship and have a resume builder, en is definitely the solution.
0: Now, I know you've been asked this a million times about your experience on The Apprentice. Now that a little time has passed, I just wonder if you have any interesting insights about that that you might share with fans of the show who are listening.
1: Oh, without a doubt, it was a great experience for me. I mean, it was one of those things where I was trying to come out of this on the other side with not just, you know, the ability to say, hey, Mom, I was on television but really be methodic about what does it mean to brand yourself and develop your own platform using one of the most powerful forces in our society, which is the American media machine and network television that feeds it. And if you can harness that force and focus it in a direction that'll take you places and helps you to brand yourself, that's really what the experience was about for me. Not you know winning or losing or working for Trump or Omarosa or all the fun things people want to point out. It was really about alright, NBC's giving me a chance to do a 15 episode, paid. 40 million viewer Kwame commercial what do you do with that commercial to brand yourself and become you know, your own product placement and so with that and the positive tailwind from the experience I've tried to leverage that into becoming an entrepreneur much like you see Magic Johnson doing using celebrity as a form of business capital or Marcus Stewart or Puff Daddy you know doing more than saying like I said hey Lon, mom I'm on television.
0: Is there some one thing that you could say you learned from Donald Trump that really stands out?
1: Donald is an interesting figure. You know, I I won't knock the fact that he's a billionaire, the fact that, you know, he's a master self-promoter. You know, he's got his downsides, too, the whole ego thing. But, you know, for me, I just really filter all that and realize that this guy really understands how to brand yourself, how to self-promote and how to do that um, and demand value from it. You know, a lot of people don't know that Donald Trump doesn't even build a lot of the buildings that he has his name on. He just does a licensing agreement to put his name on the building and is able to extract value just because he's created a brand around his name and what that means to people. And so I think that's a very powerful lesson in terms of moving forward and branding yourself.
0: Kwame, you've been quoted as saying street smarts are more important than book smarts, and I just wondered if you could comment on that.
1: Yeah, don't drop the end of the quote. I say, street smarts are more important than book smarts. Luckily, I have both. Oh, okay. So that's the entire quote. And (laughs) what I mean by that is that this whole world is about hustling. You know, it's not about being the smartest. It's not about being the most connected. It's not about being the best looking. It's about hustling. And that's why I think street smarts and your work ethic and your ability to hustle and do things and drive is really the ultimate arbiter of success. Now, book smarts, especially as a minority, help you to get your foot in the door and you want people to consider you therefore you want to be qualified that's why i went to harvard business school got my degree i got my undergraduate degree from unc because i wanted to be in a position that no one could deny me an opportunity based on the fact that i didn't have the book smarts or the qualifications but the thing that's really going to get you to the top regardless of degrees or who you know is your hustle
0: do you think racism is still a big problem in corporate america
1: Yeah, racism is still a big problem in society. Mm -hmm. Corporate America is simply a microcosm of society. And I would say even more so because what happens is in corporate America, you know, you don't have even the percentages that are represented in society. You know, African Americans are 13% of the United States. I definitely wouldn't say they're 13% of corporate America, especially not at its its highest Mm rank. So I think that, yeah, there's still issues, and I think people are still going to judge, A book buys cover a lot of times, and I think the only way you can overcome that is to build friends of all races, creeds, and colors who value you on your merit and your excellence.
0: Kwame, any final words of advice for uh, young minorities who are hoping to uh, follow in your footsteps?
1: Yeah, you know, I would tell them what I always tell folks. Be better than me. I'm definitely not Donald Trump in that regard. I have no ego, and, you know, I hope that people are better than me and find out how to take advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. I always tell people that, you know, the light came on for me during The Apprentice where I realized it was time for me to bet on myself, take all my collective experiences from the professional world and the academic world and begin to do my own thing, and I encourage everybody to take advantage of all the opportunities that come in their way to bet on themselves.
0: Good advice. Kwame Jackson, former star on The Apprentice and also a graduate of the Inroads internship program and now uh, founder and chairman of Legacy Holdings. Kwame, thanks again. Take care. Next. It may seem like an old cliche, but should you tell your kids don't talk to strangers? The surprising answer coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.